This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey! Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, I think he's been on the show a time or two before. He's responsible for writing videos for the same internet comedy website I work for. He's also a fantastic comic who you can see telling jokes right alongside me and a bunch of other people on June 25th in Chicago. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Schmidt. Also joining me, and speaking of that Chicago show, this guy will also be on hand to deliver comedy in person on June 25th at North Bar in Wicker Park, just like me and Alex. He also works for Crack, too, just like me and Alex. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Ryman. It's going to be a great show. Tangle. Help. Help. Okay. Great. Oh, sorry. We didn't get any of that. <sighs> I was recording. I hadn't started the clock yet. What? Oh, oh so wait, I didn't so get we are recording. recording. Oh, oh wow. man. I thought I got away with being tangled in cords like a, like a real Mr. Magoo. Like a real, <laughs> just like. <laughs> like an IRL Mr. Magoo. You're a real Magoo, Schmidt. Alex is here. Hey. Hey. And Tom's here. Hi. We're doing a show in Chicago. I don't know if I mentioned that twice during the intro. <laughs> but, I really don't know if you did. I have it. Yeah, we, we have no concept yeah. of whether or not any of that is true. Yeah, I, I always record the intro without the guests here, so they can't hear me say nice things about them mm-hmm. or mean things. Mm-hmm. Whatever agenda you have to yeah. fill that week, really. Yeah. We're just not allowed to hear it. Whatever bullshit I'm on. So... We have a fun topic yeah. this week. Speaking hey, Brett, how are you doing? Brett, how are you doing? Uh, actually, Hit it, Brett! You know, the hardest part of this show for me <laughs> is the first few minutes, because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life, when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. So I call this segment this week and me. It's about to get heavy. I feel like I feel like Brett just got Manchurian candidated. Like he was talking about himself, but then you said the words, and right. he just couldn't not cut yeah. himself off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was unable to stop his hands. Or I'm a good team player. That's no. Also, could be true. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Manchurian candidated. That. Yeah, mine was from a movie. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no movies about being good team players. Uh, Mighty Ducks three. <laughs> That's what you went to first? Yeah. Okay. First two are garbage. <laughs> they don't teach you anything about teamwork. Right. That's just about selfishness. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Top to bottom. Bombay was a selfish man. Didn't realize. He was. He was. Until, until that third episode, which he was barely in, that he... It's funny you bring that up, because my column this week is about Mighty Ducks 3. <laughs> uh, Specifically Gordon Bombay. 6,500 yeah. words. Uh, there's no jokes. It is about selfishness. Burn. Burn. Sick burn on the subject of the column. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Oh, no. Okay. My column this week <laughs> is about Ronald Reagan 
and specifically how, in my opinion, he's the worst goddamn president we ever had. Sorry, mm-hmm. conservative William Henry Harrison fanboys. Yeah. You're apologizing to Harrison, who right. didn't get shit done. Yeah, he didn't yeah. get shit done, but he didn't destroy the nation yeah. like Reagan did. And I was going to do this podcast uh, like like one of those things where I was like, hey, everyone else can bring a pick for their worst president, too, and we'll make a, make a day of it. And no, but it... Everyone was just kind of like, no, well, we're, we were really yeah. super on board. With <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it really, it really ignited a, a fire in all of us. Me we're and like, Tom were both very stoked and told each other so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was we're great. Like really excited. Yeah, I was like reading through all these articles, like, oh yeah, I remember all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to know where to start with Reagan and all the crazy shit he did. I mean, first of all, if we're calling him the worst president ever, we can start with just the fact that statistically speaking his administration was the most corrupt ever mm-hmm. there were which a, is weird but yeah but it's yeah. true because people hear most corrupt administration you're going to think like nixon or if if you're Grants the type was pretty bad I if think. you're the yeah. type who forwards emails to your nephews about obama being a muslim maybe you'd say clinton but <laughs> reagan you wouldn't expect but 138 members of his administration were either investigated, indicted, or convicted <laughs> while he was That's in the White House. And that's a lot of softball yeah. teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole <laughs> lot of people. And there are people that would argue, well, you shouldn't include people who were just investigated because that doesn't mean they did anything. Uh so fine. Daily chaos. Is that how you pronounce that fucking word? It's just cost or something. Chaos? Yeah, who yeah. knows? They put together a list of just the people who were convicted for crimes that related to the job they had at the time. So like specifically abusing their power. And there's still 21 people on the list. If you uh, ran that same list for Nixon, there'd be eight people. And for Clinton, there'd be one. So Reagan Mm. just statistically is way ahead in the worst president race. Way, way ahead. Yeah. The White House is like the West Wing isn't even that large of a physical space. Yeah. How do you put all those Where are they all criminals sitting? in yeah. it? Yeah, like yeah, did they just have a jail just stacked floor to ceiling <laughs> with hoodlums? Yeah, he just collected <laughs> criminals and let them out occasionally to do their work. Even getting investigated is pretty bad. Yeah, like, yeah, that doesn't happen just yeah. I mentioned yeah, I mentioned that in the <laughs> like, column. You know, a lot of people go through go their entire lives never being never investigated, being investigated for, a for crime. anything. Yeah, mm. uh, and a lot of them work government jobs. It's not a small thing that that many people were investigated. And the thing is, they weren't just bullshit tiny scandals. These were huge fucking scandals. Right. Like the Iran Contra affair yeah. was huge. One of the biggest I think ever. Right. Yeah. It has it's, to be. What was so crazy about it is it was basically the government acknowledging that we had these laws in place and then going, okay, what can we do to get around those laws? Because we had a trade embargo or an arms trade embargo in place with Iran, Mm -hmm. which prevented us from selling them arms. But we sold them weapons to negotiate the release of these seven hostages. Yeah, and then used that money. And then we used that money to fund the Contras in Nicaragua who were fighting the socialist government there. Also illegal. (laughs) Right. And Congress had just passed the Boland Amendment, which made funding the Contras illegal. So someone in the Reagan administration was like, let's do it anyway. Yeah. It'll be fine. (laughs) 
Because I and I think the thinking was well, if we do rescue those hostages, everyone like we'll be cool with it. Like nobody's gonna care. We got to do something with this money. Which is basically the premise of Twenty Four. If you've ever seen that show, like once he fixes everything at the end, you're like, okay, it's fine that he shot that guy's wife in the knee that one time to get information out of him. (laughs) I get it. Yeah, if if you just stop letting this like dumb uh, democracy stuff get in the way, you you can accomplish quite a bit. Get a whole lot as an executive. Like it's uh, really easy. It turns out. Yeah, and a lot of people went down for that. I don't think a lot of people remember much about it, though, because Oliver North was... Like, that's the only thing anyone remembers. He was... I might be misremembering. He's the one that pretty much took the fall for Reagan, right? Because yeah. Reagan got yeah. to say, oh, I didn't know anything about any of this. Yeah, which, which is, is worse. It's, yeah, <laughs> if it's even true, that's worse. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know? Yeah. Control your subordinates, yeah. fuckstick. So, yeah, Oliver North got to... Yeah, and he, he became, Oliver North, like, became a celebrity for it. My mom fucking loved Oliver North. Yeah, some people did. He has, his, yeah. didn't he have his own talk show for a yeah, while? Yeah, he's still Doesn't like, there's like, a, what, that around. Elvis Costello song? Like, he's got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, well, he's, yeah. Still, <laughs> he's a cultural figure. <laughs> he's still, whenever he pops out, people are like, oh, oh, oh Oliver North there. Yeah. Uh, sold uh, weapons to Iran. <laughs> okay. Gave, gave the money to, to fund a rebellion. Yeah. And a lot of people forget that the the thing that basically brought this scandal to an end is George Bush, one of the first things he did upon becoming president was <laughs> to pardon Reagan's, was it chief? Or, wasn't it Casper Weinberger, yeah, defense Ca- secretary? He, yeah, defense secretary. Think, yeah. yeah, he pardoned Casper Weinberger right away. So even if they had tried him for anything, it wouldn't have mattered. So well, clearly, this went at least as far as the vice president. Yeah, yeah. Like, at that point, it's yeah. at the vice president. Yeah. And the vice president doesn't do much of anything, so I'm, I can't imagine the vice president running some sort of... Right. Like, he wouldn't know about some shit that, like, the president didn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing he would know about that the president wouldn't know is, like, a surprise birthday party. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Like he wouldn't know the location. We're gonna, we're gonna if... get Barry in the north, <laughs> in the east room, and everyone everyone has to be there by six because he's getting there at six fifteen. And don't leave your car parked there because he'll see, and then it'll spoil the surprise. Yes. That was a really good George Bush. It's like he was in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Alex, you mentioned in our emails the housing uh, or the savings and loan scandals. Yeah, which also happened under Reagan. Yeah, it was it was not entirely him. It, it, it started in the very end of Carter, but Reagan pushed and aided and abetted a lot of it. Yeah. And also, like it involved people on both sides of the aisle. But it's also like it it was just basically it's a thing where the savings and loans were mostly came around under FDR as like small nonprofit institutions to help working class people get a loan for a little thing and get yeah. by. So a law passed under Carter in eighty, and then another law under Reagan in eighty two made it so those could be for-profit institutions and yeah. make crazy loans. And then a bunch of them started failing. Yeah. And it was a massive financial disaster that the government had to pay for, which means we had to pay for. Right. Because of those laws, it basically made them banks, which made them subject to all of the yeah, there was some measures that... we're supposed to take when a bank fails. Yeah. Yeah. But they also weren't regulated like banks. And also Reagan was pushing very, very hard to regulate banks less in general. And, yeah. that, and that kind of deregulation is the exact same thing that led to the housing bubble more recently and, and things like that. And it's like, it's just the kind of thing that keeps coming up as a Ronald Reagan is the saint of Republicanism. This is a thing he would always do. We should keep doing it. And 
it's it's a huge case of it not working, and nobody yeah. and everybody yeah. just forgot it happened. Well, yeah, it, it it never like none of his economic policies really worked. Yeah, Reaganomics, yeah. like Reaganomics was in the in the eighties. What is it like the richest two or five percent of the country got the wealthiest they'd ever been, and the poorest five to ten percent were the poorest yeah. they'd ever been. Yeah, because the, he all all that did was just solidify and widen the disparity. Yeah, right. win-win, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure. right. It's, it's the, great. <laughs> the problem is it's a policy that people constantly want to bring back because it's not. It's basically just cutting taxes on the wealthy. Yeah, you give them more money, and theoretically the money will trickle down. Yeah, the, they'll spend more money starting businesses, and then that will create jobs, and that money's going to trickle down. what happens. <laughs> that is not that what is happens. not what happens. Uh, yeah. Definitely didn't happen under Reagan. <laughs> yeah. For a few reasons. One, the, uh, a plan like that also requires you to cut government spending, which is hard to do when you're building spaceships to shoot to Russian shoot missiles out of the out sky. Of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Star uh, Wars. Yeah, we, did, we really missed the cut spending mark when it came to Reaganomics. I think the debt went up to $2.8 Two trillion. Yeah. <clears throat> and when he took office, guess how much it was? $994 million. Wow. If they Mark Cuban build- had $994 million, he'd be like, I'm fucking broke, guys. <laughs> Keep in mind, after <laughs> million terrible. goes billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they Nine- skipped billions and went to trillion. The most recent Captain America movie has made more money than that. <laughs> <laughs> like $994 yeah. million. Dollars yeah, that sounds our, like yeah, such a our, small that's number. That's like a joke now. <laughs> yeah, like, Ronald, why can't we all, can't we just Kickstarter that? We could take care of it. Ronald oh, yeah. Reagan should have just made Star Wars like another movie, like another yeah. Star Wars movie. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, it would have yeah. been more profitable. <laughs> yeah, it would have been more profitable than building a well, giant space laser. <laughs> just get that going right away. It'd be on the heels of Jedi. It'd be amazing. How would yeah. the Disney Corporation feel if Barack Obama was like, "All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go after ISIS and uh, it's uh, Operation Empire Strikes Back"? <laughs> right. Would they like? Would they try to roll that? In They'd with be like, branding? "No, yeah, they probably wouldn't be too stoked on that." Name it after some uh, uh, this happy space movie that we own. They right. paid more. They paid more for Star Wars than the national deficit. That's crazy. Did they they bought Lucasfilm for like more than a billion. Well, it, and also, and on top of the spending, like deregulation keeps coming up as oh this would be just such a if we could just do that it'd be so great and it's and it's never great deregulation is just removing rules that, that we specifically exist trial and error, yeah. to prevent people from screwing up yeah yeah so like maybe you get lucky some when you do that but it doesn't keep working forever yeah it's <laughs> like the it's whole not... that's how regulations happen it's it's like the same reason there, there, you know, it's a it's hired joke about like, oh, I, I feel bad for whoever had to figure out, you know, that the bends were a thing, you know, for yeah. scuba diving. It's like you had we had we had to screw up for a while to get those yeah. regulations yeah. in place. Yeah. That's why like, well, we need to have these in place so people don't get hurt. And now, like, the solution is not to do away with those things that took yeah. us so long to figure out that we needed them. Yeah, and <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just yeah, it's it's just frustrating because it like his policies constantly, like you said, constantly. Get mentioned as things like held up as a conservative yeah, ideal. It's we like, need to return this is to the that. greatest. Like we Republican haven't yes. stopped hearing that we need to cut taxes for rich people to promote jobs. Like that's even bled into a lot of the liberal side and like their plans for taxes. In Reagan's defense, like, when he took office, what uh, uh, this may be apocryphal. Wasn't it really high? Like the tax rate for. Yeah, the tax rate for rich people was 70% when he took office, which is pretty high. (laughs) But he cut it to like, I think he eventually cut it to like 30 or something, which is 
quite a cut. Yeah. And the problem is it didn't trickle down no. to anyone. It worked if you were already rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reaganomics was great, and it did reduce inflation. It, like Inflation went way down, which was one of the things we were trying to combat. But it didn't help the middle class and poor people, in part because he was very anti-union. One of the... I don't know if you can even call it a scandal because it's another thing that people hold up as like one of his big victories. Oh, the um, the air traffic controllers that's right, strike. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, thirteen thousand air traffic controllers threatened to go on strike, and uh, he was like, "You can't do that. You're all fired." And that basically sent a message to basically employers everywhere that your employees can't say shit, especially if they're not in a union. Yeah, like if they're still in a union, maybe there's a shot. But he also appointed a bunch of people to the boards that oversee that kind of thing who were also very anti-union. So workers lost a lot of their rights to improve their condition in the workplace under Reagan while rich people were getting rich. And that's what caused this huge disparity. It's an even bigger disparity now. Like 1% of the world has 99% of the wealth or some shit like that. And it's that that caused it. Is you know, wages haven't gone up since, but yeah. what people at the top are making keeps going up. Yeah. Because and, trickle trickle down it's because the the reason trickle down economics doesn't work is because rich people hoard their money like dragons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would hoard my money too. Of course. Like, yeah. I, I just right? do that with a very much smaller amount. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you cut my taxes like, by forty percent, I wouldn't start a business. Yeah, I would I'd have, put no. that under my mattress. I would I would fill <laughs> a room with gold coins. Yeah. Like uh, Scrooge yeah. McDuck and just jump in it. Yeah, I would get up to some business of partying. It <laughs> yeah. would be great. Yeah. You'd buy, would that do. would be the business. It would be fantastic. Yeah. You'd buy one house that you wouldn't live in, and that's about it. So one realtor would make about like... $500,000. Yeah, on something. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's it. That'll that's trickle it. down. It trickled down. <laughs> Pay yeah. it forward, bro. Yeah. Now you go open a bit, start a business. Well, also, <clears> that, <throat> that disappearance of unions thing is is a very real thing that nobody talks about like I, I was researching for a different video and and found that about one in 10 americans is in a union and that's way lower than it used to be mm-hmm. like like yeah. unless you're the only state with a pretty high union membership anymore is new york because their their public employees tend to be unionized but other than that mm-hmm. it's just kind of not a thing anymore and and it's almost a punchline now yeah like and, the, the joke about teamsters is it takes so what is it? It's like it takes four guys to do a job. It's like one person to do it and three to stand watching him. Well, even yeah. and I imagine that guy like I imagine a union member as like a 50 year old person. Yeah. Like in, a, in an old industry. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't think yeah. of them as they being work on docks. Someone in my age bracket or or life experience or, or oh, anything. I it's just, just doesn't exist. Season two of The Wire. You're all sitting in a little there banquet it is. hall. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Just <laughs> sipping coffee and selling drugs. Yep. <laughs> Bringing in Russian prostitutes and cargo ships. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. Why can't I be doing that yeah. in a yeah. union here? <laughs> With some set of rules uh, in place to protect me. Yeah, he uh, really undid all of that, and now unions just well, it was kind because of... he did it under the pretense of this is an it was an essential because he did it under the pretense because it was holding up the post office or something. He found some loophole to extend federal powers yeah. into it because it's like you're holding up the country. I'm going to fire you all. But yeah, it was like oh, you said, like, just... like airmail was getting stopped. Yeah, so it was something like that. Um, Such a loophole. Yeah, it was just a way for him to sneak in there and fire everybody because, like Adam was saying, his whole thing was deregulated. De- regulate 
Deregulating. Deregulating. Fuck, I couldn't think. <laughs> <laughs> we De- will not edit that out. Don't Good. Worry. Please leave it in. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's all about, yeah, yeah it's and uh, what's crazy regression. Regression is, is what we want. He, he was actually, as an actor, he was the president of the Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> which is a union for yeah. actors and, and if, actresses. If anything and sounds more old-fashioned than a union, it's a guild. It's a yeah. guild. A guild yeah. sounds like people who make tables in like Florence. <laughs> right. you <know>? watches. Like, <laughs> and not only that, but he was the only president of the Screen Actors Guild to lead them to a strike at the time. So it seemed like he was really pro-union, but then the agreement he reached to end that strike was very much in favor of the studios and the ownership and not mm. the workers. And they eventually pressured him into resigning as president. But it still looks like if, like if you wanted to cherry pick, it looks great on his resume to say, no, he's not anti-union. He was union president for a long right, time. Right, but he was the union president that negotiated for Wouldn't he... better control for the studio. I was reading a, a, an obit of Nancy Reagan, but it was uh, one thing I talked about was how in his life R- Ronald Reagan like got more conservative at one point like like while he was an actor he started out actually relatively liberal and then I think either either his first marriage or his marriage to Nancy like he turned much more conservative. So I so I can Does see him being like big in the union. Like anyone we know Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> it's Trump, guys. He started out really liberal. And now here we are. No, he's just a bog monster. Well he's still he's still he's still pro Donald Trump. He hasn't wavered on that. Right, no, he's been yeah. pretty firm on that. <laughs> yeah. That's true. On that platform for many years now. Yeah, and Reagan also, uh, as much as he hated unions here, he wasn't above praising them when it served his interests in Poland. During his presidency, there was all kinds of shit breaking out, and there was oh, a yeah, uh, free like, a free trade organization called Solidarity. Yeah, right. That was like on our side of the conflict, and he gave a speech where he said he was uh, addressing the Polish government. He said, "By outlawing Solidarity, a free trade organization to which an overwhelming majority of Polish workers and farmers belong, they've made it clear they never had any intention of restoring one of the most elemental human rights." The right to belong to a free trade union. You motherfucker. <laughs> Where All do those you air get traffic off? controllers are like back at home like, yeah. you son of a like, bitch. Like, I'm going to fly a fucking plane into a mountain tomorrow. <laughs> bastard. Well, it's, it's also a thing where like, if you're opposed to unions and if you're, if you want low taxes on the rich and if you like, if you hate unions and all these things, like you, you can have all those principles, but like things under Reagan weren't that great. But we're operating under those principles, and like he's yeah. still somehow this saint of how yeah. Republic, the Republican Party should be work. Yeah, and it's like time. it's like if I, I keep thinking of like it's like if if you looked at the Democrats and they just kept talking about Lyndon Johnson, like they just love Lyndon Johnson, <laughs> and like oh yeah. man, things under LBJ that was the best, and <laughs> the the rest of us would be like no, like Vietnam was horrible, and, and there were yeah. a lot of like he, he they overspent a lot of money, and like things were but. Somehow Reagan just gets away with that. I feel like as like yeah being the template for how the party works. And I think that trickles down to now <laughs> oh. because if the leader of the party is just some actor who got into it, that's how we got to Donald Trump. They don't even have yeah. a real politician who they look up to. You know, it's not like yeah. they're like oh right, yeah the right. H W Bush days. Oh the you know whoever days Eisenhower. They look up to just some actor. Guy, and that's and now everyone on the right thinks they can run for president. 
Yeah, because right. we elected a dude whose most famous role was acting with a chimp. Yep. I bet if that chimp yeah. could go back in time, oh, he would maul the shit out of Reagan. <laughs> Just bite his lips off. <laughs> you can do it, chimp. Save us. Yeah. It, it wasn't just fiscal stuff that ruined us. He was also responsible for shutting down mental health institutions. Like, yeah, like that was, if I'm, unless I'm mistaken, that had already kind of begun. But he really got into, when he became governor, he really got into privatizing halfway houses. Yeah, he made it, it, it was a big part of what he did as governor, was shutting down state-run mental health institutions and privatizing them, sending the people to live in these like care facilities. And mm. this started under, California was one of the first states to really embrace this uh, means of handling mental illness, which was to kind of pretend that it didn't exist. And almost immediately, what happened is, first of all, these private facilities were abusing the shit out of people because Mm. they were just trying to bring in as many people as they could to get the money from the government without actually (laughs) taking care of them because they weren't hospitals. And because they were for profit now rather than being... Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is also another huge Republicans want to make everything like, oh, yeah, everything. your retirement account should be for Pri- like, yeah, everything should be privatized. Based on the stock market. No, it yeah. shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> it really shouldn't. And over, you know, the next few years in California, once he started basically letting mentally ill people out onto the streets, all these crimes started happening that were the result of people with untreated mental illness. There was a guy named John Fraser who was responding to the voice of God. Killed a surgeon, his wife, two young sons, and a secretary. And this guy's mother had tried to get him institutionalized. That's the other thing Reagan stripped away, is he made involuntary institutionalization almost impossible. Hmm. Like, if Tom was going crazy right now, I couldn't just ring up a hospital and be like, come get Tom. Well, you probably could. (laughs) Maybe. <laughs> They'd be like, Tom Ryman? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. I got priors. <laughs> so. But he made that significantly more difficult, getting someone institutionalized against their will. But the mm. problem with a lot of, especially the more severe types of mental illness, which eventually lead to hearing voices well, and killing people, you don't know you have it. And that didn't that mm. again? I may be speaking apocry- apocryphally, but didn't that also really contribute hugely to the homeless problem? Yeah, because it's it, it's not, and it was just in California. This happened across the country where a lot of mental hospitals just closed and they just let everybody out. Yeah, what happened? And some mm. of these people, you know, a lot of these people actually don't have families anymore right. or anybody, so they're just wandering around with whatever they had in the they're hospital. They're all here. Yeah, in Los Angeles. <laughs> They're all in Los Angeles. They all live right by me. I'm downtown. <laughs> They're all there. <laughs> and yeah, he kept this up when he became president. One of the first things he did upon taking office was throw out this law that Jimmy Carter had written that basically would have continued funding federal mental health institutions. Mm. And Reagan just did away with that and just gave the money to states to spend... In block grants, right? Yeah, yeah. To spend building Which, domes whatever. to protect themselves yeah. from the Russians. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and so then it became like a nationwide problem. And now homelessness is a problem everywhere. Uh, yeah. Something like 50% of the people in prison have mental 
illness issues, which is being undiagnosed and untreated. Yeah. Like I read one article that said uh, once Reagan started doing this, police found arresting people actually as the quicker way to get them help if they identified because there Mm -hmm. would at least be a doctor or something in the jail. But they couldn't just like Reagan's laws made it so they couldn't just take someone to the hospital and be like, this guy's crazy. Check him in. So it's it's like he he almost tied the police yeah. police's hands in that way, in that and it also they had to start sending effectively like it sort of permanently linked being mentally ill with being a criminal. Yeah, it criminalized mental illness. Yeah, basically. Mm. And, and then John nice. Hinckley shot Very him. Very nice. Yeah, Friendly. then John Hinckley shot really him. Great. Yeah, John <laughs> Hinckley shot him. Completely and then, sane. Guy. And then Reagan asked two years later if he could go meet John Hinckley. Oh yeah, I to was reading that. Forgive him, and the doctor was. The doctor's like, like you really no. shouldn't do that. You <laughs> really don't understand mental illness, do you? <laughs> I just want to let him know that I'm not mad at him anymore. <laughs> he yeah. really doesn't care. <laughs> he is still mad at you. Yeah. Wait till I give him a jelly bean though. Wait till I offer him. And jelly beans are gross. Yeah, look at him. Look at piece of shit. Look at that guy. You know, that's the worst thing about jelly beans. That's the worst thing. Nah, jelly beans rule. Jelly beans, especially like the black licoricey ones. What? Who are you? Yeah, Yeah, they're great. You're doing this. I like jelly beans. No, I'm not. I really mean it. You're doing a bit. No, it's for real. Bunch in your mouth. Artist. It's great. I think jelly beans are like some of the most divisive candies. Much nah, like great. our presidential candidate, old Jellybean Reagan. <laughs> and yet half the population goes, oh yeah, jelly beans were the best candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he had he had his hand in that. Making... Well, and also, and I, I don't know if anybody fixed the, like sort of reversed it and brought funding back to mental illness kind of places, but now anytime there's a horrible gun tragedy, one true thing people say is, oh, if we had more mental illness yeah. services, yeah. it would help with that. Sometimes some people are saying it as a dodge to not control guns, but but like that would help with preventing yeah. that. And, and I mean, it's that would be a good thing to be funding. That was kind of when we first started hearing about mass shootings like that was like the first one I remember. I'm going to Google it right now. Was the guy in the bell, bell tower. Oh, UT Austin? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there was that one. But like in the 80s, there was a McDonald's shooting. But it was it was the first like mass shooting that I remember hearing about. And it happened in 1984 at a McDonald's in San Ysidro, California. Shot and killed 21 people, injured 19 others. Jeez. Before being Whoa. fatally shot. That McDonald's yeah, that's packed. numbers. That's busy, yeah. That's, that's a busy McDonald's. That's billions <laughs> served. Steph Curry numbers right there. Just putting them on the boards. Yep. Jesus. And, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm trying to think. Like, I know the idea of a school shooting used to kind of almost be a joke. Yeah. Like, you can see, like, old Disney cartoons where, like, the gag is the kids are so rough that they all have weapons in yeah. class. Like, that's when I remember mass shootings really starting, was the 80s. There's a reason going postal is a term. Uh, that's because people who worked at the post office used to constantly shoot their fucking coworkers. <laughs> they would go nuts and shoot their coworkers. And it, you obviously can't directly tie it to Reagan, but right. cutting all of those mental health services obviously would have played a role in that increase in that type of crime. That should be a very rare thing. Like, yeah. if someone goes that crazy. 
Yeah, and when Republicans today say, oh, well, this mass shooting happened, but the wise thing to do would not be to take away all the guns. The wise thing would be to do mental health services, and our party is smart enough to do that. But then, like, why did your favorite do, president slash funding for yeah, it all and, over the country? Why did <laughs> like, they consistently do nothing for mental health? Like, right. our mental health situation, I mean, even then, like, with whatever the situation Ronald Reagan was in, it still, it has not... Yeah, it's not. It's we, not stopped, we stopped innovating like a hundred years ago as far as how to deal with people with mental yeah. health problems. <laughs> yeah, we might as well have like, Scientology running our mental like, health industry. So right. it's already a disaster. <laughs> and then they just, he just let them all out and closed, you know, most of the hospitals in the country. Yeah. So he did that. It's pretty bleak. And uh, don't forget uh, the Middle East. He basically funded the Taliban. Mm. When, yeah, to get uh, the, to get them to fight the Russians. That's what yeah. Rocky Three is about. Yeah, I actually, I think I'm gonna, <laughs> I think I'm gonna put it in my column. There's uh, on YouTube, you can find all these CIA briefing videos that were sent to Reagan, and the one about Afghanistan is fascinating, especially the way they praise their religious beliefs. Yeah, like they hold them up as these are these honorable religious brave freedom men, fighters, freedom yeah. fighters, and then yeah. what? Like twenty years later, we're like. Fucking ban them. Get them out of the country. Ugh. And w- we gave them those weapons so they could fight. It, it if, if you watch the video, they really hint at that. They're like, yeah, they're putting up a good fight, but they do tell us that they could really use, and then he'll name like a really specific type of rocket. It's like they don't know the names of those rockets, dipshit. You're making that up. <laughs> but we sent them those rockets anyway, and it worked. Like, they fought off Russia, but then they fought off us, too, not long after. Yeah. And it's also, and that's like also an across the Cold War thing of like America just supporting whoever opposed the communists. Yeah. Like, like Reagan didn't invent that, but it doesn't make it any less foolish that. Yeah. But it was under him, it was called the Reagan Doctrine, where he invested money and money into overthrowing. Which is specifically why assassinations are like illegal or, you know, frowned by the U.S. Yeah. Since you're not supposed to subvert governments in that manner. Also because it's murder. But yeah. Um, so this is like a way around it. And that's I mean, that like you said, it's the, the it's it was a whole thing named after him because that's what uh, Rand Contra was about. was about funding. Yeah. Insurgents who later turned out to maybe we shouldn't we shouldn't have been helping them. Yeah, yeah, that, like that happens all the time. <laughs> like, we end up helping people. There's so many pictures of Reagan and Bush in the Oval Office with people who ended up being. It's just <laughs> like huge enemies. Yeah, eventually. shaking hands with Saddam Hussein. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if it, it, so much decades of just international conflict could have been saved if only we could go back in time and show all of these people the Dark Knight. Yeah, and yeah. how. When the bad guys were up against the wall, uh-huh. they were like, Joker, you got to help us out with this Batman guy. And they gave him all the money and the guns. And guess what? Didn't work. He did not help. <laughs> nope. <laughs> plus, it's like a dope movie. They'll yeah, probably not get like to really yeah. 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 Like They'll be really busy good. just watching the movie. Just yeah, I saw it movie. like three times yeah. in theaters. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like, you have a meeting later. Nah, I'm going to watch this again. No, we'll watch, awesome. this, watch this movie again. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Can you believe this? It's great. Yeah, that was the, uh, <laughs> the Reagan Doctrine, which uh, just kind of saw us spending money everywhere to fight communism and i mean afghanistan was was kind of a cool place before i i need to find another source to back this up but there hadn't been a jihad in like 400 years like an actual declared jihad pretty laid back yeah 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 that is a pretty cool religion 
considering. And then Russia showed up in Afghanistan, and we basically sent the CIA in to go, hey, you guys should uh, start a jihad against them. <laughs> right. F- sent strong them word. Like, Find some someone who's willing to <laughs> to accept our guns and money to shoot at other people. Yeah. And it's been, it doesn't matter how scrupulous they are. <laughs> they had to know it would work because the one thing Muslims hate is having their land occupied. And like, yeah. no matter how people want to spin it, that's why they hate us. Osama bin Laden was our friend when he was fighting the Russians, and he didn't say shit when we invaded Iraq. What he hated was we invaded Iraq and stayed. That's when Osama bin Laden started hating us. Mm. is when we started just making ourselves a permanent presence in the Middle East. Because that's all fucking Muslims want, is for you to not take their fucking land. It's so simple. It's so simple. Just get out of their fucking country. Yeah, we don't like being occupied either. Like We have, we yeah. have a whole constitutional Indeed, amendment no about British soldiers <laughs> yeah. in our houses. Historically, like, like, no one likes yeah, being occupied. It's not, I, don't, I don't need to be particularly religious to, <laughs> yeah. to want people off my lawn with their tank. Like, get yeah. out of here, man. So how long are you going to park that here? 20 years. Okay. Well, okay. Um, We're fighting now. Uh, all, those, yeah. all those weapons you we sent are now me? at war. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> our French, I'm gonna shoot our those French listeners are very offended right now. <laughs> oh. Some of us like to be occupied. <laughs> oh. oh, is that a World War II joke? It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Ah, France nailed it. Yeah, I think we talked about pretty much it. Well, there was AIDS so, too. Oh yeah, that whole mm. bit with um, they recently reran. The story between Rock Hudson and Nancy Reagan and Ronald Reagan. Yeah, yeah. yeah which he it basically... It was just the most... It's heartbreaking. Yeah. He was. He basically was like, look, we're friends. I have AIDS. Yeah, and he's I'm, in another country. It's like, I'm dying. Yeah. This treatment could maybe ease my passing. Can you please do something? You're the president. And then Nancy replied like, no. Yeah, they just wanted no part of being... We're, a, we're not, they, he, Reagan, unless I'm mistaken, he didn't even acknowledge it. He didn't say the word AIDS until, I think, 1985. And by that time, something like 8,000 people had died of AIDS in the United States. In the United like, yeah. States. That is an epidemic. It was like his legitimate policy, his uh, administration's policy to not acknowledge that it was a thing and just not <clears throat> yeah, there's deal with a, it at all. Um, there's a really short documentary out there. I think it was on Vanity Fair originally. But it's just uh, audio recordings of these White House press briefings where the White House press secretary, this reporter who was kind of conservative himself, he was like a reverend, like he, he wasn't like the opposition, whatever that even was at the time for Reagan. But he kept bringing up AIDS yeah. and the they, spokesperson they would just laugh. Yeah. He was like, whoa, I'm not gay. Are you gay? Yeah, why, oh, are you I don't about, know. why are you asking about AIDS, buddy? Sounds like yeah, you got yeah, it. That was kind of his, yeah, that was kind of his reply. He was yeah. like, why? Do you have it? Are you gay? Like, I don't know anything about a gay plague. <laughs> and Well, at the time, they were. when did they officially start calling it AIDS? Because wasn't it? It was GRID it was, for a while. It was GRID, yeah. Gay-related gay immune deficiency. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think around 83, 84, they started calling it AIDS. Because in one of the exchanges, the yeah. guy calls it AIDS. And they start yucking it up again. Oh, yeah. This guy always asking about the gays. <laughs> what a what a what a, what a jack jaw with me about some gay plague. Yeah, and he he like literally says at one point that as far as he knows, the president hasn't thought about it at all. 
Yeah, well, which is also, harsh because a lot of people were dying. Yeah, yeah, because it was a time when, especially with the the name speaks to it, like a, a lot of people didn't entirely understand the disease quite, like how it was transmitting yeah. things. But they did understand that it was very lethal, and they should have understood that gay people are, uh, you, know, you know, like human beings. Human beings, and, uh, <laughs> right. and, and yeah, and and it, even if they happen to be Democrats, maybe uh, let them live. Yeah, and like, it really seemed like that was the, the like the driving factor behind our government not getting involved in the AIDS it was, crisis it was for years. It was twofold. It was because of the, I'm making air quotes, but listeners can't see me, the morality of homosexuality yeah. and also because, well, they're not going to vote for me anyway, so what yeah. the fuck do I care? Sad. It's some bullshit. Yeah, and it's just, it's weird to look back at it as like, ah, oh, what a halcyon time yeah, just right, a better like, America, oh. when it was like actively cruel to so many people all of the time. And that was, <laughs> like, that's that's the, yeah, and that's, every one of these candidates now, are all, all the ultra pro-conservative candidates are always hearkening back to like, oh, we're going to, some bygone era of America, yeah, like uh, Reagan's campaign slogan was let's make america great again yeah yeah so like back in Wait, when really? he, yeah what? yeah so like back in yeah. the 80s <laughs> making america great again in the 80s would mean like let's go back even further to when we were just being cruel and like pre-civil arbit- rights yeah basically. to everyone yeah. who wasn't a white man and now donald trump's running on the same thing make america great again which i'm assuming he's talking about probably the same thing reagan's talking about not even reagan times before reagan times yeah who knows what? we're just only i donald trump can do things yeah because they're looking back yeah absolutely right like they're looking back to like i was watching a clip of muhammad ali being interviewed and he was talking about becoming a muslim and becoming muhammad ali and he said that he's like i came back from the olympics which in his case would have been like 1960 and it was like yeah i came back with a gold medal and i was like i, I want a gold medal in the olympics obviously i can go to my hometown and eat in a restaurant downtown and nope, got turned away. They were just like, yeah. no, you have to get out of here. And he was like, no, I'm here. I'm wearing my gold medal at the restaurant. I, yeah. I, I won this for my country. I would <laughs> like to eat here. And they were like, no, you nope. can't. And he was like, oh, well, obviously this place isn't for me. This is yeah. like, yeah, exactly. well, there's some inequality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's what people mean. We want to go back to those yeah. simpler times. It was, you know, it really was easier when white people, only white, old white men got to make decisions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking Reagan. And that's everyone's, uh, every conservative's favorite president. Yeah, this guy. Is that fucking monster. And yeah, yeah, Tom's right. His campaign slogan was, let's make America great again. Yeah, that also, I mean, should have been shorter. Shining shit. But but also, like, I feel like the one other touchstone they bring up is Lincoln. And and it's they're not they're not doing the Lincoln thing at all. Like they're, no, the no. the Republicans Bro. stopped being the party of Lincoln around like Hayes. Like yeah. it's not it's really <laughs> yeah. not a thing well, that um, lasted. Yeah, your grandparents don't even like, remember when they were the like Republican. Hayes when... got to beat Tilden because he sold out Reconstruction, and like they stopped being the party of like yeah. equality and taking care of yeah, people. Like Strom in Thurman. the 1800s, <laughs> like, Strom Thurmond switched from Democrat to Republican because of like like yeah they they used to be like completely different. Party. Yeah, they used to be the other things. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very confusing. Right. So and, uh, get out there and vote, everybody. Yeah. 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 Good times. All right. Should we do comments? You know, mm. it's a big world out there. Big tasty world. Delicious world. Put it in your mouth. It's savor easy it. to feel like. Really savor it. Things you say don't matter. Yeah, that's new. I want you to know they do matter. Oh, we those, change it up. Yeah, it's those words <laughs> come out of your mouth. That's why we call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few shows. And tongue kiss you. And mm-hmm. tongue kiss you. Personally. Personally. Faded out breath. 
Mm. Alex, that was very inappropriate. <laughs> I'm emailing HR right now. Oh, okay. I was just trying to, I was just trying <laughs> to, to fit meeting. in. Okay, do we have voicemails? Yeah, you can call the voicemail line at 5053 on Pops. That's 505-386-7677. All right. Oh, this was a Jeff May episode the comments are for. Love Jeff May. Great. Thanks, Alex. Oh, sorry. Did I interrupt? <laughs> did I ruin everything? Yes. My, uh, with, my, with my wild endorsement of Jet <laughs> All right. Here we go. If you drink half of a four-hour energy bottle, do you get two hours of energy or do you get four hours of half-assed energy? That's a great question. Wait, uh, four, sorry, four, I, I, four hour energy? I thought it was five. Yeah, I thought it was five hour energy. I think she just maybe used that so we wouldn't be dealing with decimals. You know, with weird <laughs> fractions. Whoa, that's actually, would it, would it I graduated that. third grade. I'm comfortable with fractions yeah, and decimals. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I only know the five hour energy drink. Four hours, not enough. I feel, anyway. like you, I feel like you would get two hours of solid energy. Two, yeah, it, you get two. I, I don't think you're going to get four hours of half-ass energy. I think you're going to get that crash. Maybe Sooner. the crash will be less in two hours, and then you drink the other half. You should just not drink five-hour energy. Yeah, they're pretty awful. It's like meth. Like, you don't know what they're making that shit out meth of. Meth in like a good way? or I drink them. <laughs> meth in the best way. Yeah, is there a bad way to mean like no meth? No downside. Yeah. It's a, it's a wonder drug. That's why Bayer mm. used to prescribe it for headaches. I don't. Let's I, make I America have... that again. <laughs> Let's yeah. do it. Let's make America heroin what on a good time. drugstore shelves again. Ah, uh, uh, not that uh, long ago. What a time. <laughs> Rub some cocaine on the ch- children's gums at, at the dentist. Mm. Man, my week would go by so much easier. <laughs> Provided you were at the dentist. And right a, and a child, or just had and a bunch a of coke to rub on your gums, or if I could just pop down to Rite Aid and buy a vial of heroin. Yeah, yeah, the future. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's, I need some new razors and some heroin and a mirror, <laughs> and roll up this twenty for me. Uh, do we have any more voicemails? Yeah, since we're making America great again, let's let's do a Trump one. All right, uh-huh. is this Trump? Hey guys, it's Michael down in Florida. I'm just going to try to save your voicemail section for the episode. Oh. Um, quick question for Adam. If you had to choose, which would you pick? Prince comes back to life or Donald Trump dies tomorrow? Mm. Oh, that's tough. Well, isn't, isn't, there, isn't, there, isn't he under like Secret Service protection now? Like if, if you say, oh, he should die. Like, aren't you like, you know. Yeah, wouldn't I, after by the FBI yeah wouldn't I? Wouldn't I get. Yeah, I guess that's a risky want, question. I guess I want Prince I think back. Prince, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Trump can only be president for eight years. Right, guys? Right? <laughs> I hope. <Yeah. sighs> he's he's not. He'll be president forever once he's president. We're fucked. But I also thought that about George Bush. And, <laughs> and he panned left. out. He went, he went home to go paint sad paintings. Yeah. Have you seen his sad paintings? Yeah. They're the best. Yeah. I'm, yeah, it makes me happy that George Bush is sad right now. Yeah. That's good. Times. Also, with the, I don't know if we talked about, like, if... If Trump happens to lose just the way things are arranged, it would be very sea changey in terms of like who's in government because Hillary would be president. But then also 538 did a piece about how the Democrats can probably take back the Senate this election. And if if they're on a tide of Hillary winning, it's almost for sure. So then if they get the presidency and the Senate and Hillary picks the Supreme Court justice that needs to get picked, like that really swings the government. There's a House that's Republican. That's about it. 
Yeah, either way, this election is going to yeah. change things quite significantly. Yeah. I just hope it's not for the worst. But let's be honest, it will be. <laughs> it's going to be fucking hell on earth. Yeah, so I say bring Prince back. His music can battle Donald Trump. Can heal us. Yeah. yeah, there's that Kurt Vonnegut always said, like, it, even like when things are terrible, at least that leads to really good music. Like, mm-hmm. People just make good songs about it. Yeah. I want to hear the funk jam Prince writes about President Trump. For Donald Trump's inauguration. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I brought you back for this. How oh, dare you? You might should have known. <laughs> Living in Minnesota. So racist up there. Radio has their Trump album ready to go. They just need him to be president. Yeah, I bet there are people out there just recording songs in anticipation of Trump becoming president. I wonder what what's going to happen if he doesn't win. What happens to those songs? Are they going to send them to third world artists <laughs> yeah. to record like they do with the the Super Bowl team, stuff? Yeah, right. team jerseys who yeah. lose Super Bowls like those four years of Buffalo Bills Super Bowl champions. <laughs> I want t-shirts. a New England Patriots uh, Super undefeated Bowl season. champion. Yeah, uh, there's a country that thinks the Buffalo Bills are the greatest <laughs> team. <in> the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope they did send all the Bills shit to one country, yeah, one, just one island years. nation that's like the Bills. Yeah, they're legends. <laughs> and they are. You ever watch that doc? There's a documentary on Netflix about the Bills that lost four Super Bowls. Oh, I haven't seen it. And it is heartbreaking. Oh, man. It is really hard to watch. I wonder if Le- LeBron's a bit going that way because he's won championships, but also like he keeps easily winning the Eastern Conference and then losing the finals. I mean, I'm sure this will come out and they'll have come back and I'm an idiot, but like he's he's going to have lost, what, two finals in a row and, yeah. and a couple others in the past, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's building it a bit. Yeah. I mean, he won. How many titles did he win with Miami? Two. I think two with Miami. Two. But he lost two with Miami and he's probably about to lose a second one. There will still be that argument that he isn't able to do it like on his own yeah which is unfair because nobody does jordan had pippen you know yeah jordan had pippen he had tony kukoc steve kerr Mm. boris grant bj armstrong bill wennington will purdue it was a good time you guys live in chicago in the 90s (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i was close to close to the action a good time to be an illinois sports fan the only good time to be an illinois sports fan yes unless you're a white Sox fan and who the fuck likes the white Sox? woo white Sox. gross yeah Disgusting. They have fought their way back down to 500 this year. It's (laughs) It's going really poorly. All right, let's read some comments, shall we? Yeah, there aren't really any good ones. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not. Someone says, uh, we also got a voicemail about this. B has he 429. 429. 429. Uh, (laughs) Says... Probably worth weighing in that until the 70s, Whitesboro, New York's town emblem was a white guy choking a Native American. And uh, we're looking at it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, they covered that on the Daily Show. It's been on our site, too. Yeah. It's a pretty great. And they're like, he's just wrestling. Like, no, he's not. (laughs) Mommy and daddy are wrestling. And if they are, at least make it look like he's not winning. I love this (laughs) seal because of how cartoonish it is. It seems like a South Park joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, it, Whitesboro. It's, just, it's just, it's called Whitesboro. It's a dude just straight up strangling a Native American. 
it's it also, is so incendiary. On Parks and Recreation, they'll like every once in a while they'll do an episode where they show you murals in the like government building, and it's just always settlers actively <laughs> hurting or screwing over Native <laughs> Americans. It's it's incredible, and it's this. It really yeah, is. yeah, and they just voted to keep it, I believe. Mm. Oh, oh, incorporated man. March twentieth. That's my birthday. Oh, so this I is share your fault. A birthday with Whitesboro. Mm. That's appropriate. I blame you. High Endurance asked me, are you sure that goose wasn't actually a ghost? And guys, listen, here's what I replied. I said, a ghost? Ooh, you're done for the day. (laughs) You got nothing else. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. I was wondering. Lady of Old Boots says, possums eat ticks. Pretty awesome, if you ask me. Uh, and uh, she spelled awesome O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Spelled awesome O S S U M. So that was uh, definitely called for. Someone told me that uh, last week's guest, Connor McSpadden, is toxic and that mm. I got to get that dude from my circle. Out of your wow, he wants you to banish him from your inner circle of friends. Yeah. 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 I disagree with this comment. Least per- funny person on the show ever? No. So, uh, sorry, Connor, you're banished from my circle. Get out of my circle, bro. Yeah, why would you, why would you do that? But Norway to Illis says, I like this Connor dude already. I don't ever agree with anything that guy says, but Connor's great, so fine. We, mm. I guess we agree on that. Connor's a hit in Norway. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Tim Clark says, God damn it, fuck you, Jeff May. I love that album. Stop ruining it for me, you cunt. Um, I don't know what. What album? Yeah, yeah I don't know what. Bell. I don't know what album he's talking about, but uh, Tim Clark, he's a piece of shit. We try to read one of his comments every week just to keep his name out there in the news in case something jumps off in Australia or whatever <laughs> shithole fake country he's from. Nation of make-believe. <laughs> you yeah. simple bastard. Fucking criminal island. All right, this was fun. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we probably should. Do we have anything to plug? Yeah. Yeah, we have the live yeah. podcast. Oh, I thought, I thought we were going to harmonize that. Yes. Yes. that was great <laughs> next week's podcast is just going to be us doing barbershop quartet right. oh that'd be rad if we yeah. just do all the pet sounds <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> yes we have the uh, cracked live podcast this saturday yeah i'm gonna be there I'm co-hosting it with J O B. It's gonna be great. Jack O'Brien. Nice. For those not in the know. Uh Tom Ryman's gonna be there. David Huntsberger. And then I'm doing David Sarge. Huntsberger's yeah, show the, the next day at the Copper Still, oh. June twelfth. Nice. You can see me tell jokes there. And I have the darkest hour Friday night with Josh Denny and other people. This Friday the tenth? Yep. Friday the tenth. So I have three shows this weekend. Damn. You're a busy man. Yeah. Come see me. Yeah. Come see me, Los Angeles. Let's spend some time together. Oh. oh. No one's yeah, going to come a, now. That's yeah. a very good ad. I just that's ruined the crack <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. People are going to actively not go. It actually says canceled on yeah. the UCB All of the tickets right will now. return. Yeah, and we also have that show in Chicago, June 25th. Tickets are on Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. Google it. You'll find them. Yeah. Or look on the Twitter account. Yeah. Okay. Look all over the place. Anyone else have anything to plug? No. I'm. When does this come out? Tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Today or I'm tomorrow? Doing a show on the 15th at uh, Mallow in Los Feliz. It's a uh, Teresa Lee and oh, Claire yeah, Downs' show, show called Very Forward. And it's a stand up show. Okay, cool. Tom? Nothing. Nothing. 
it's a it's a wasteland. Yeah. Oh, me and Randall have a video on crack today. Um, I'm sweating profusely in it. <laughs> if you want to check that out, that's my favorite part about it. It's also funny. That makes it sound like it's like a workout video. Or something. <laughs> it looks like a workout video. Uh, me and Randall doing eight minute abs. Can we please get some makeup in the video department, please? <laughs> Jesus, I need the I need the dab your sweat button like Patton Oswalt had on his new special. Have you seen his special? No, they, I haven't seen They had anything. a light just to remind him to dab the sweat off his face. <laughs> <laughs> it was a That's green amazing. light. And they kept waiting. I needed that on that video. That would have been handy. <laughs> it's really awesome. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Alex, say goodbye. Bye. Say goodbye, Brett. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Tom. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>